You can let your emotions manage you, or you can manage them. In today's conversation, Leanna Allison shares some strategies that you can use to take hold and channel your emotions. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit about feelings. And not just feelings, but really how your emotions play into your work life. My guest, Leanna Allison, is the Australian-based founder of the Institute of Empathetic Leadership. And she's an international award-winning empathetic leadership coach, businesswoman, spiritual healer, intuitive, and empowered empath. Leanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. This is going to be so much fun because I've had a series of folks from Australia, and I love discovering both that there's a lot of similarity, regardless of where you are in the world, and also kind of getting that down under perspective. Yes, it's um, as much as I've, I've, I deal with people internationally, Australians are very well known for their laid back attitude and, you know, sort of nothing bothers them too much, which I don't know if is exactly true anymore, but it certainly was in the, our history. So that kind of ties nicely into what I really want to talk about today with emotional mastery, because I think everybody has to deal with it, but I think particularly women sometimes struggle with finding that balance in the workplace. So where should we start in this conversation about emotions and business? Well, I think the key thing is people, um, and women in particular, but all people have to be aware of how much of their emotional self they are containing to get through business. And that in itself is a, a restriction so emotional mastery in itself um, for business is all about actually responding to situations rather than reacting. And, you know, there's always days when we react and uh, we just can't help it. And it's generally because we've been holding things in for so long. We've got such a, a powerful energy behind it that we can't help ourselves. It just comes out. It's a bit like, you know, mum's with their kids, you know, their kids do something, one small thing, but it's built up throughout the day and that one small thing can just make them react in a way that they wish they hadn't. And it's exactly the same in business. It's really about being able to respond. And emotional mastery gives us the, those tools, not just for business, but for life. That is so true. As you were describing that, as we were talking before the show started, I was thinking back to a time when I had been in corporate and back in the early days, there were not a lot of women. And so you had to be very stoic. You had to appear to be one of the boys and keep everything bottled up. And there was just that one day where I was absolutely reduced to tears and I was sitting in somebody's office. And of course, he didn't know what to do. But it was definitely because I had just let everything build and build. So how do you avoid that? I mean, I avoided it by leaving corporate and getting and running my own company. But how do you really master that? How do you create a healthy balance so you don't just wake up one day and completely lose it? Well, that was one of my main motivators is why I started talking about emotional mastery, especially for women who have been in corporate or are still in corporate. Um, but small business is the same, just a different style. 
is that we've learned to be stoic, as you said, and that's the way that men do it. They just do that naturally. It's it's part of their makeup. Women are not like that. So I really wanted to teach women how to be masterful in their emotions so that they can be authentic and powerful while being in work. And the way to do that is to really know yourself well in your emotions. So actually admitting when you're angry or admitting when you're sad and using that as a starting point of self-discovery and going, well, why am I angry? Is that actually relevant to this time right now in this moment or is that coming from history? Uh, What do I need to learn about that and how can I move forward with it in a way that's productive? Because in actual fact, anger is an energy that we absolutely need to be fully passionate, to be creative and to be able to take really productive action. It all starts with the energy of anger because, you know, when you're angry about something, you want to do something about it. So it's a starting point of that cycle of energy which leads us to actually being far more authentic. Wow. I definitely understand the idea of being angry and being motivated to action, but how do you manage that in the moment? I know that I find myself looking for something to hold on to because that's, if I don't, I'm probably going to toss something. (laughs) Yes. Well, in the moment when we've got a backup, say our bucket of anger is full um, and it's about ready to overflow, in the moment, it's pretty impossible to actually control it in a way that it goes in the direction that you want and comes out in the way that you want it to. So you actually have to do the work of the background. So to do the, the growth and the personal work on yourself to not only understand yourself, understand your emotions, where they've come from, but then to learn the techniques to soften the blow, let's call it that, so that when um, you get angry, it's it's more of a creative process rather than an explosive process. So we need to do the background work to get that happening and to practice it. It's like anything. If you want to do something different, we've got to practice doing that in an environment that supports us before we go out into the, the playing field, so to speak. It's kind of like when you study self-defense and what you're really trying to do is get to a place where it's muscle memory. Your your arm goes up in a certain direction without you really even thinking about it. Absolutely. It's a perfect analogy. And it is it is a it's a mind emotion memory. And at the moment we don't have the mind and the emotional memory that is responsive. It's reactive. So that's why we have to practice being able to respond. And we just need a few simple tools to do that. It's actually not very hard to do. So have you got a first step, something that you would suggest that people do to begin stretching that creative side of anger to get ready for the moment when they really need it? Sure. I think one of the things anyone should should do is a little bit of introspection. And that really, all that really requires is to notice what you're feeling in the moment. Have a journal close by where you can actually write things down that become aware of. And if you react, take five minutes to sit down and just breathe and write down what that was about for you. And if you get stuck, you've got to look for help because like, we all need help in something that we're not used to. We all need to have a teacher to teach us. So, But the first steps are always about self-awareness. 
That is so true. There have been different points in my life when I've been much better at journaling than maybe I am right now. And it's always interesting if you just give yourself permission to write whatever pops into your head and then go back and read it. And really, I've gone back and read things that I wrote two and three years ago. And I'm like, wow, I was carrying around a lot of something. Yeah, it's amazing what you can see through journaling. And one of the things with journaling is what I tell my clients is, once you've written everything that wants to come out, then you get more strategic about it. Then you look at it and go, well, what can I learn from this? What do I need to change within myself to actually get a different um, response to similar situations? So it's not just about like letting it all out on the page. It's actually about then being strategic about what actions do you need to take? What do you need to look at in regards to um, what's keeping you in that pattern. So you've got to take some action steps. Everything is always about making a change. Very cool. So writing things down in the moment, spending some time after you've cooled off to go back and look at what you were thinking and what you were feeling to develop some action plans. Absolutely. Yep. And it's those action plans are the things where you start to become conscious Um, so responsive rather than reactive and from there it'll just grow it just gets you can go deeper and deeper and deeper the more you practice this fabulous leanne i cannot believe how fast 10 minutes has gone by it has been an absolute fun and pleasure it really has thank you again so much for joining us we will have a link to your website from the show notes so that if people want to learn more than they can possibly pick up in a 10-minute conversation, I would really encourage them to drop by both your website and your Facebook page for the Institute of Empathetic Leadership. Yes, thank you for that. And um, if anyone goes to the website, you'll actually be able to click on a link where they get a free 15-minute chat with me anywhere in the world. So that's an opportunity there for anyone who wants to actually delve a little bit deeper. I hope that some of my listeners will take advantage of that. Leanne, thank you again for being a part of the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Absolute pleasure. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to drop in on other conversations relevant for business owners, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you find something you like, leave us a review. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.